Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Keely Henninger before the 2018 Lake Sonoma 50 Mile. How are you, Keely? I'm doing great, thanks. How about yourself? All right. You uh, just got down here last night, uh, but this is not your first time at Lake Sonoma. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you were here in 2015. Yep. And yep. had an interesting go of it, I yeah, understand. Yeah, it was very interesting. I actually like fell, dislocated my shoulder, popped it back in and ran till mile 40-ish and kind of overdosed on uh, Advil and they pulled me and boated me across. So now people will actually, I'll be running with random people across the world and sometimes they'll be like, oh, I ran Sonoma the year the girl was boated. I'm like, that was me. <laughs> Pretty sad. So but. when, what part of the, when did you in the race dislocate your shoulder? Basically right after the turnaround when you get back on yeah. the single track. Okay. Just right there. I was totally not paying attention, just fell dislocated it it popped back in pretty easily because i used to dislocate it a lot for basketball and so okay i had re-popped it in before you um but it's still just really awfully painful so i don't know how killian did hard rock that's really impressive because <laughs> it's like it throws your whole mechanics off because mm -hmm. you're holding it on your chest um but yeah so wasn't the greatest but wasn't <laughs> wasn't was definitely me being clumsy but you are back i'm back i have a and, little bit of redemption here uh you've been what are you, 25? Or 25. 25, but you've been doing ultras for a while now. Like, yeah, I ran my first one at 21. How did you get into ultras? I really just, I saw that, so one year I did the 50 mile relay in Penn State when I went to school there. Okay. And I finished and I thought it was awful and I just wanted to do the whole thing instead. So I just kind of on a whim decided to start training and did that the next fall and then... You're still in college. Yeah, You're still, Penn still State. in college, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of partying with my friends on the weekends, I kind of started running with all the older men in the forest on the weekends. Oh, so awesome. Really cool. Um, and then ran that the fall of my, my senior year. Yeah. And kind of fell in love with the sport and then started actually running more and training and trying to know what to do and run yeah. a little smarter than previously. And yeah, so I've been kind of running since then, but I actually never ran in high school or college really. So I think it's been a very long journey for me trying to not jump the gun of like all the years that most runners put in before they start competing. Yeah. Um, I was always trying to kind of jump that period of running and I, I think it's finally like I've run enough now that my legs and everything are like used to it, so. But you did, uh, you said basketball beforehand? Did, mm -hmm. were you, did you play other sports growing I up? I played or? basketball and soccer all yeah. through like all my years of middle school, high school and yeah. stuff like that. So I still ran a good amount and was always competitive and loved sports. Um, but yeah, never, never ran really. So did you, did that competitiveness carry over to ultra running right away or? Oh, definitely not. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no I actually hated the competitiveness of it. I actually, when I did do a couple short races, mm -hmm. I ran them slower than my 50 mile pace. Okay. As I just, my mentality still wasn't there. It was very much, I liked being out in the forest and exploring, but competitiveness wise, I didn't know how to compete as an individual instead of as a team. Yeah. So I just would run and if I felt crappy, I would just slow down. Yeah. And so, you know, that gets you so far if you're sh in shape, but then it doesn't get you much further than that. So it's been a, it's been a very long And when journey. did that change? Cause it, it's obviously changed a little bit. <laughs> um, I'd actually say it changed definitely over the past couple of years, but I think the most defining moment for me was Worlds last summer, okay. where I probably had the worst race of my life. I was, I basically walked 40K mm -hmm. and was cramping and felt like I wanted to drop the entire time. And it was miserable, but running for your country and running with all those amazing athletes and human beings and even if you have an awful day still pushing through and like making yourself do something you never would have normally done yeah like really changes your outlook and realizes that like okay it's actually kind of cool to push and like you can do way more than you think you can and so then i think after that i've 
embrace the suffer a little bit more and, and really enjoy pushing myself and pushing through those things where normally I would slow down or back off. From. So back when you were running like eighth or ninth or whatever at North Face 50, you were just cruising to... A uh, you know, honestly, I, I would have to agree with you. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I just, I never knew how to really push. Mm -hmm. I would just kind of cruise and just run if, like, run below a potential that I knew I could. Mm -hmm. And just kind of sit In your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like, you were in shape, you were fit, yeah. so you could run fast, but yeah. you weren't... Yeah, and I never had the nutrition dialed, and I didn't quite have the training dialed, so it was always kind of like a hit or miss. I could either have a pretty good race or a pretty bad race. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of late, there have been mostly pretty good races. Yeah, you're, I'd say they're doing pretty well. Uh, your Chuckanut 50K, like, I think is maybe your best race yeah, to date. Yeah, that was a good race. That was fun. Yeah? Um, yeah, that that course is obviously beautiful up there, and the race, like, Chrissy's amazing, and mm -hmm. the race directors and all the people out there just make it such a cool environment that it's hard to not run with a smile on your face the whole time. But I think training for that race, I really was focusing on the different aspects that that course has mm -hmm. and that really helped me during the race to you know instead of maybe slowing down on one of the climbs it's like okay i know i've done this in the in my training i know i can do this like there's no reason to slow down here and then anymore. same when you get to the the bike path yep yeah, yeah. so that was actually my favorite part the whole race i was just like i just need to run a really fast eight miles at the end that's it <laughs> <laughs> like but yeah i just think that race is super fun and yeah. it's really fun to just push yourself i luckily ran into two guys i knew on the towpath at the end and they were both struggling pretty bad so i just kind of made them run on my shoulder and i'm like we're gonna hammer this and you're gonna stay with me <laughs> and that's what we're doing and, <laughs> and you ended up fun. running with the second fastest women's time yeah in chuckanut history with like a lot of people who've done it for decades so yeah. like that does that feel pretty, pretty cool. good that was pretty cool yeah i was actually gunning for the course record which is very stout <laughs> jody adams more yeah um, uh, yeah i yeah. was still very happy with my time yeah mm -hmm. ellie's no slouch either no so. <laughs> <laughs> no ellie's incredible <laughs> uh does that give you some confidence coming into this one uh, I mean, sure, it definitely does. But like anything, like a new every race is so different in this sport that you can't come in overconfident or anything yeah. like that. I'm just, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be in the community again. I love Skip and John. They're so great. They're the best, like such a good character. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously I have a little bit of redemption for myself here. So I'm just looking forward to having fun on the trails and seeing everyone that I know who's running this because the community is most of the reason why I do it. Yeah, so. and, and keep the rubber side down on the, mm -hmm. out on the track. Yes, and not fall. That would be great. Because every actually after every race, my mom texts me and said, did you fall? <laughs> late, uh, as of late, <laughs> I've been saying no, which is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so that would be good. Good. Um, are you, do you have your eye on heading to Western States if you run well enough here? Or is that uh, not on your plan? Um, as of now, I'm running Lavaredo. Okay. Trail, so it's the same weekend. Uh, personally, I think because I've just maybe in the past year really found my running um, to take off a little bit. I'm not in a rush to run 100 miles. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I'll run Western. Uh, but I really just wanted to run in this race with the community and the competition and everything like that. But I do want to do Western one day yeah. and I want to do it to the my best of my ability and I don't think I'm there yeah. yet so it's such a good race that it deserves all my respect so until I'm ready to give it my full attention I'm not gonna and seems like a pretty amazing experience in and of itself yeah and, so. and honestly like it doesn't it's so much outside of my comfort comfort zone again where it's seven hours of night running yeah and in the Dolomites that it just seemed really cool and right now like I really just want to race races that make me really stoked and that's I think that's where you're gonna run your best even if it might not be what your forte is or Something nice. like that. So, yeah. And uh, your job 
uh, involves running a little bit or um, so it did actually it did. I just got a new job so now oh. I actually work it still does involve running but not for me per se so I actually yes. work in the biomechanics research lab at Nike yeah so I do research on runners yeah. and mechanics and stuff like that now do so. you ever find that that like being in that world professionally does that add to or can it sometimes take away from the your own running and personal yeah I'd say it adds to it now because okay. it's just a very fulfilling job where I get to use my brain and tackle all these problems for runners and every sorts of athletes um, so it actually like keeps my mind more stimulated during the day so that I can almost focus better on running whereas my previous role was more gadget focused and I worked on digital running things and so there I would actually have to go run and test them mm -hmm. and that actually was probably not as great for so it's a little wearing yeah because yeah. Yeah, they were never hard miles but it was still you know junk miles that maybe you're not thrilled about so mm -hmm. the negativity might accumulate over time have you learned anything interesting from your research now that like <laughs> you bring into your own running uh, I definitely think about my research topics whenever I'm running so yeah. whether it's you know looking at mechanics of different parts of the body whenever I'm running I think about those um, and then you get to see a lot of cool innovations and just how different things can help you when you're running so I think I really work more on my form now just because I get to see how it can help you and how like some of the better runners run nice. and I think being able to be around all these really incredible athletes like seeing them run their easy runs like you know at a seven minute pace yeah. and they're running the marathon at a 430 pace I'm like okay, I can run nine minute pace today. Who cares? Right. Yeah. So I think it's brought me down a bit and realized that like on easy days, it's totally cool to shuffle really slow and then hammer hard days. Nice. And so, yeah, I think you can take a lot away from working at a company like Nike. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Keely. And ha good luck this weekend. Thank you.